This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Reporters Without Orders. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whatever part of the world you're in. That's the appropriate greeting for you. Pick yours. I'm Abhinandan Sekri with our wonderful young team of journalists on Reporters Without Orders at News Laundry. Before I start with all of you, I read this piece yesterday. Actually, mm-hmm. I heard of the podcast because it strains the eyes less. Uh, Time magazine has a service where you can just hear their articles rather than read them. It says, is it bad for you to read the news constantly? And they've done some data and, and research and some, uh, you know, mental health professionals have gone over this exercise. And they've come to the conclusion that, um, you know, the more you read and consume the news, especially television news, and Fox is very similar to our Republican <laughs> Times, and it's the same. It causes extreme anxiety, stress, and is generally bad for your health, uh, mental and physical health. I find that in my life, uh, it's like a drug news. You know, you need to be constantly connected. Even when I go for a holiday, you know, if my sister, she's always annoyed about I have to, you know, look at a screen to see what's happening on this dot com. That to keep in touch with what's happening. It's not like you're going to fucking change the world. Any you know major shit is going yeah. to happen. Kya kar loge Matlab, I'm sitting overseas with my sister and my nephew. Mm-hmm. What the fuck am I going to do with it? But the it's, need to know. So, uh, do you guys find it bothers your brain? I, I mean, since you guys have been on the drug for maybe a couple of decades less than me, do you find that? I just want to know what is your view on this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I think also as a young journalist, like joining the field, I've felt this extreme pressure that you know I'm supposed to somehow react to everything and know everything and um, want to consume it all the time. Sometimes I don't, and I think. That's, that that somehow becomes well. like a moral judgment. Like you don't want to know what's happening. Mm. And I think it's okay if I just want to like have chai some days and not do anything. Mm. Sehla, what about you? Yeah, uh, it happens with me as well. And also if I desire to like switch off the phone and uh, like sit and think something, I think I also suffer from FOMO, like the fear mm. of missing out. So that's out. the social media yeah, aspect. Yeah, social so media aspect. Yeah. So it's what is the bigger problem for you? News consumption or social media consumption? I think social media consumption. Because news, I think, I mean, most of the news, the traffic happens in social media also. So I think, yeah. So you're saying your source of news now is social More, media? Mostly social media, yeah. I hope That's you're following true. sensible people and not Madhu Purnima Kishwar. <laughs> <laughs> Amit? Uh, I'm not surprised with the survey that you're talking about. I mean, uh, I remember days when we were looking at the TV screen here and uh, we even if you're not doing anything throughout the day, as in if you're sitting in the office and writing some article, even then you feel a lot stressed. And it affects your mental health especially. And if a series of events are happening like uh, mob lynching and then you have you think that this is you know, this is the peak, nothing worse can happen. And then something again something eight month old gets raped. Mm. So it, it affects your mental health, yes. Rohan. Mm. एक चीज याद आती है कि हम लोग अपने घर पे जब होते थे टीवी देख रहे होते थे तो हम लोग ऐसे न्यूज़ कंजम्पशन के लिए हम लोग न्यूज़ चैनल्स ही देखते थे न्यूज़पेपर एक ही आता था हिंदी का और हिंदी की जितने भी न्यूज़ चैनल्स हैं उसमें हमेशा यही सब चलता था कभी हनुमान रोने लगते थे कभी गणेश कुछ करने लगते थे मतलब सब शीट और शाम को बगदादी मारने लगते थे लोग तो मम्मी लोग यही बोलती थी कि यार ये हमेशा लड़वाते रहते इससे बड़े सीरियल देख लो सीरियल देख के थोड़े मेरा मेलो हो जाएगा तो चेंज और अभी जो सोशल मीडिया के आने से जैसे सहला कह रही है उससे अफेक्ट तो बहुत ज्यादा पड़ता है सोशल मीडिया से क्योंकि जैसे कल अमित शाह 
पकौड़ा वाला को एक बयान दे दिया उसका सोशल मीडिया पूरा पकौड़ा पकौड़ा हो रहा है इसके तो ये अफेक्ट तो करता ही है कि बहुत सारी इम्पोर्टेंट चीज़ें गायब हो जाती हैं आई थिंक आई I would face the fear of missing out but then I have learned how to draw the line if I am going to the hills if I am going somewhere and stepping out to be away from news then I am able to keep away from news just to add that I think it also has become a lot about seeking validation and like just wanting to know for the sake of knowing and you're not really understanding the nuance of what you're reading also because articles consume. have gotten shorter mm. you don't have the attention span to read a book anymore because right. then you're like okay if i'm reading this book then i'm also missing out you're on missing what's out happening on so much, today yeah. mm. so so uh, anyway good luck to your generation luckily th- i was only afflicted with this a few years ago internet is what i think it came up in the 90 late 90s early 2000s and it really became an active part of our lives in the mm-hmm. mid to late 2000s so that means most of my life young life had been lived without it so you guys are actually going to be the first generation that has completely uh, grown up in this environment in this ether so it'd be interesting to see how insane you are at my age <laughs> i'm sure we'll develop immunity <laughs> Okay so our panel today is the usual young reporters there's Nidhi you didn't forget my name Sahela, <laughs> I didn't see I won't forget anyone today Nidhi Sahela Amit Rohan and Cherry Hello So let's start with you Cherry um what news was overplayed and what was underplayed So uh, what was underplayed was a, a press briefing that was organized by the Congress so um Though not all press briefings necessarily have to have news coverage, this one required some more coverage than others because Kapil Sibal, uh, along with uh, Randeep Surjewala and uh, Salman Khurshid, he made very startling allegations that two other judges, uh, who who were aware of the pressures that Judge Loya was facing, were found dead in suspicious circumstances, and I was surprised. Two judges. not uh, sorry not judges one was a lawyer activist and another was a judge i see okay but even this is very startling if there were two other suspicious deaths and the opposition is conference. saying this mm. so why will you not put it on prime time like mm. ndtv um, ravish kumar on ndtv did make it a part of his prime time show but it is only one yeah even in newspapers it was inside page columns and others cut it made it through the press conference they just cut yeah, away so from I it yeah so i tried getting why that happened but it was the reason was just bad cutting there wasn't like we can all think about things that but no one gave you a good answer no. a convincing answer okay and what do you think was overplayed uh i don't have an answer to what was overplayed but mm. there's another news that was underplayed which was mm. the which is the judge lawyer's hearing that's going on so right. the court is hearing the pils filed and dushan dave has yeah I mean, so mm. there was a heated exchange between the lawyers and then the presiding judge he was like this is not a fish market and dushan dave uh, told the judge that you need to look into the conscience like you need to see what's happening here because the petitioners among themselves were fighting and it got very personal so i think this hearing since it is so sensitive it requires more coverage and more nuanced debate which uh, newspapers and tv news are missing rohan uh kasganj ke violence ke baad ek bareli ke dm ne 
फेसबुक पे लिखा कि एक ट्रेंड हो गया है कि आप उसमें नारे लगाते हैं मुस्लिम मोहल्लों में जाके उसको समर्थन दिया हरियाणा के कैडर के एक कसानी करके डीएम है उन्होंने इसके बीच ही एक और खबर है कि यूपी से ही कि होमगार्ड के डायरेक्टर जनरल जो खुद भी एक आई ए ऑफिसर हैं उन्होंने ये शपथ लिया कि हम राम मंदिर का निर्माण करेंगे उन पर यूपी के प्रिंसिपल सेक्रेटरी ने बोला कि ये उनका निजी मत है और उन्होंने अपना जो क्लैरिफिकेशन देना था वो दे चुके हैं लेकिन बाकी दोनों लोगों से क्लैरिफिकेशन मांग लिया गया है कि आपने ऐसा क्यों बोला तो हमको लगता है कि इस पर बहुत ज़्यादा न्यूज़ में नहीं लेकिन एक डिबेट तो प्रॉपर होना ही चाहिए हाँ, ये न्यूज़ में आया था लेकिन हाँ, इस पर बहस नहीं हुई इट वॉज जस्ट वन ऑफ दोज स्टोरीट इस पर बहस होनी चाहिए कि अगर आई ऑफिसर्स स्टेट के खिलाफ बोल नहीं सकता क्या कुछ उसको हिंट भी नहीं दे सकता और इतना प्रेशर होता है कि आई ऑफिसर को वो डिलीट करना पड़ता है हटाना पड़ता है वो किसी तरीके से उसको टाल मटोल के बोलना पड़ता है तो ये खतरनाक ट्रेंड है हालांकि I know defense may you know since my dad was in the army uh, there is a what do's and don'ts what you can and cannot say so you can't speak against the state but I don't think that DM spoke against the state he said there's a trend of people going into muslim uh, dominated uh, areas and shouting provocative slogans so which is not against the state as such so uh, yeah i mean I, i agree with you it was although it was reported it was not debated like you know a tweet is debated of pot like that was a oh big debate God, like that was insane i was shocked that that actually made it to prime time debates of course it made it to the looney channel 1 and looney channel 2 but the fact that even they'll go to any extent anyway social hmm. media hum log jaan rahe hain ki social media mein kachre ka dher hai theek hai lekin usme kuch sensible voices bhi hain aur ek counter narrative dene ka bhi kuch log koshish karte hain usme aur ye bahut zaruri hai to isme kai organizations mein social media pe likhne ka restriction hai even journalism ke institutes mein ye bola ja raha hai ki aap social media pe nahi likhenge और वहाँ के जो प्रोफेसर्स हैं उनको ये गाइडलाइन दे दिया गया है उनको खुद आईएमसी में जो यहाँ से थोड़ी दूर है वहाँ पे प्रोफेसर्स को ये बोला गया कि आप एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन की आलोचना नहीं करेंगे यू नो आई आई गेट व्हाट यू सेइंग एंड इनफैक्ट वी हैड आल्सो डन अ स्टोरी सॉरी आई जस्ट क्विकली बिकॉज एंड मे बी वी शुड हैव लॉन्गर डिस्कशन ऑन दिस समाइम विद यू गैज ओनली ऑन सोशल मीडिया यूज बिकॉज वी आर वेरी क्लियर दैट द सोशल मीडिया इज योर पर्सनल वॉइस एंड यू हैव अ राइट टू से वॉट यू वॉन्ट ऑन इट um and because we had done a story of times of india times group has said that your social media is you know we've done that yeah. report you can see the link of it below and we've been very critical of it but i saw the social media i mean someone on twitter only you know tagged me on several i think over a year ago maybe more of some uh, journalists in some you know very large organizations on this some of their posts where they were calling their fellow journalists of organizations in like call girls and now it got me thinking as a ceo you know luckily i've you know even if i may not agree with everything that people on our team have to say but that's fine i luckily haven't got anyone who tweets out all these call girls what are they doing or you know let's kill the minority or whatever but i don't know i was i was wondering what i would do if someone one of you tweeted that out what, what do you think i should do wow that's a tough question i mean while you the person can say well you said it's my personal space i mean i definitely i won't hire a person because actually i was looking to hire someone and someone said why don't you look at his social media do you really want to hire this person because he has a good record as a reporter but i said okay he may be a good reporter but fuck i can't have someone who tweets this shit in you know our newsroom so i don't know i mean 
just like the pot and top tweet that you were talking about mm. like she did she is an official congress spokesperson mm. she did it from her personal account mm. so can that is a different topic it mm. necessarily did not require prime time debate but is rahul was, gandhi responsible for it yeah mm. can they use can media use it as an official comment hmm amit uh i think i mean irrespective of the fact whether you're going to hire that person or not uh minimum decency is expected from any individual whether we But are on social media no this is the it's a clear definition how can you call someone a call yeah. girl prostitute yeah, and call way, names that's you gone way right. beyond human decency <laughs> yeah but he might like it a may person be not need be, not be borderline yeah it may not be that explicit So anyway it's an interesting hmm. one we should have a longer no, discussion No but I'm thinking sometime. if if like someone at office uh, like meets a colleague outside and said this and you know continuously keeps doing it would you take it up in office if the man or the woman complained that some like this colleague of mine is meeting me outside office and like harassing me it would can you equate that with what's happening on social media would you Well it really depends on the extent of the uh, you know whatever has been communicated through your voice so you know what has been said so you know it's uh, i mean when i was young um, there were many organizations that had a blanket rule that you two people no matter whether senior or junior you cannot be romantically involved hmm. if it was found out one of you has to quit or one of you would be fired and that was to simplify life many people said it's like a convent school so i don't know but yeah i think on the social media behavior one can have a longer uh, longer conversation but it's an interesting and it's a difficult Huh. place to negotiate your mm. way through hamit what was overdone what was underdone uh i won't say that it was overdone but uh, i feel extremely happy that it finally happened good riddance the karni sena drama is over they have <laughs> withdrawn the protest and we have happily reported it so yeah okay. but there is the a, a new young buck is looking to grow up into a karni sena some Brahman Samaj is looking to Mani Karnika. There's a film called Mani Karnika that is. It was in the Indian Express, I think, on page three or four. And uh, so they are saying that this Mani Karnika character they have, unko apatti hai us film ki. Jaise Mani, mm-hmm. I have never heard of Mani Karnika. Has anyone heard of Mani Karnika? It's a heart in Banaras. Haan, wo to heart ka. But who is Mani Karnika? Okay, so anyway, whoever mm-hmm. she is, these people have a problem with how she's being portrayed in this film, which is yet to be f- completed. And Rani Lakshmi Bai per film ban rahi hai. There is some Sena that is now saying yeah, that there's that a problem. Yeah, that I read. So this, <laughs> yeah, this we had discussed in uh, discussed in NL Charcha that you know the Padmavati or Padmavat drama might be over now, but it's not going to stop here. You'll have similar groups or factions from these groups only coming out in public, going out. doing moral policing and attacking the law and order structure of the country itself because once they have tasted blood they are not going to stop here and it was failure of our state machinery not only in in state in the northern parts of the country but even in states like bihar and jharkhand sure. where the population of the uh, rajput community is not that much but uh, the entire system 
you know kind of gifted them an opportunity to do whatever they wanted to sure true okay but the good thing is that this is dead now this is a dead story so that is that you are happy that this story is dead yes okay <laughs> what story would you like to uh, come alive two stories uh, one is uh, hardly kilometers away from where we are sitting the other is somewhat 1200 kilometers from here so the first story is about the uh, fake encounter of 23 25 year old in noida he was uh, shot dead by this up uh, police inspector uh, and the guy was a gym trainer Uh, it made news in the newspapers it was there in the news channels but i think considering the kind and amount of encounters which is happening in uttar pradesh this could have been pegged to kind of grill the yogi government and ask them to answer in fact this morning on ndtv they've taken they're the only ones who repeat the story four encounters a day in yogi's up that's a fucking hell of a lot of encounters a day and uh, at least uh, in this case the the positive aspect of the story is that uh, love kumar the ssp love kumar of uh, gautam buddh nagar he clearly said in the first press conference itself it can be anything but encounter so it takes a lot of courage for uh, senior mo- senior most of officer in the district to say or take such stance especially when the state is kind of trying to defend the series of encounters which is happening so this is the first story i think that there should have been prime time debates on this instead of talking about top pot and what not and also a full page with data in a newspaper right. i mean they could have done a full page like they do full pages on budget so now today the stock market has collapsed it's like fucking just tumbled like shit um that it'll have like a two page tomorrow i'm sure but something like this doesn't even get a full page in you know, with a data graphic with an editorial hmm. comment with reports and the second story is uh, from jharkhand uh, we are doing a story on this uh it's for the past week jharkhand assembly has seen all sorts of drama it was the assembly session was uh, cut short and uh, it's, uh, it's it has to do with the domicile policy in the state and thing is anything of such effect or even 1% of what happened in jharkhand if it would have happened in delhi or let's say tamil nadu it would have been the prime time news what you have is 24 mlas from the ruling party i'm not even talking about what the opposition did 24 mlas from the ruling party wrote had to come out in public write a letter to the chief minister asking him to tweak the policy mm. then nine mlas formed a delegation met a uh, minister not the chief minister and former chief minister of the state uh, to ensure that the policy is changed so this is a big political development and uh, there's no mention of it in the national media right hmm that's true um before i move on to sahela i just want to pitch um our team has prepared the nl sena project wish list uh, which we'll we shall be uploading on the site i highly recommend you people read it uh, whatever story you think or reports you think deserve your resources do pitch in so we can send these wonderful reporters out on the field so they can come back with reports and share their experiences with us uh cherry is holding on hers right now she wants to yeah. think hers through a little but the other four have been received and they'll be up on the website with the budgets so do support independent journalism and uh, you know ensure that uh, reporters can go out and report and not just sit on prime prime and shout because when you don't pay uh, you know the news you get so to get news of quality you got to pay not the advertiser because when the advertiser pays the advertiser served 
when the consumer pays or when the public pays the public is served support independent media that's my pitch sehla what's your overdone and underdone for the yeah. week yeah so i have uh, two stories uh, which i think should have got uh, better coverage let me guess they both from kerala <laughs> no one oh, from damn <laughs> But you're partially right. One is from Kerala <laughs> and the other from Hyderabad. Ah, okay. So basically, uh, the first thing I want to say about the suicide of a girl, 14-year-old girl in girl in uh, Hyderabad, um, who committed suicide because uh, she couldn't pay the exam fees. Fees, yes, yeah. I read about that. So and also, uh, when we look at the amount of money, it's it's around three thousand. Like, I, and I don't think it's the amount of money, but also there was this casteist uh, slurs which was. Uh, held against her so basically the teacher said you mala and malgadi mal madigas mala and madigas uh, don't pay fee then why do you come to school what is mala and madigas so basically this girl mala and madigas scheduled caste caste uh, uh, caste in telangana oh i see okay so this girl belonged to madiga caste so basically that made her like uh, to kill herself and uh, the ironically uh, uh, this was the same time where the school parents association is uh, holding a big protest throughout telangana uh, demanding reduction of school fees mm. so they didn't say anything about this suicide and mm. uh, no like uh, not, none of the like organization school nothing has come to uh, console the demon sure. and all mm. and the other one is from uh, the arrest of a uh, guy in uh, kerala his name is zakaria uh in in connection with bangalore uh, blast case in 2008 so uh, yesterday which is uh, february 5th uh, it's been almost 9 uh, years he has been arrested and all the witnesses in the case has uh, themselves come out and said that uh, they were misguided by the police like the document which they signed was written in kannada and they didn't know about it so considering the amount of uh, muslim youth who are in the jail like under trial uh Uh, prisoners i'm talking about so i think this i'm i, I think uh, this story is yet to get a detailed coverage in national media the zakaria it's not uh, i in and considering it's connected to a blast which was a very high profile blast uh, yeah. i'm surprised it hasn't because it is connected to uh, hmm. uh, and in only uh, if you look at uh, just the kerala there are around 100 muslim youth who are still in uh, st- waiting uh, trials right uh, in various like very sensitive cases like blast and what do you and think got more attention than it deserves so yeah i think uh, it's uh, there is this hashtag padman challenge which is trending uh, like in Akshay social Kumar, media the yeah. most actor in the fucking world and i was thinking it's a good thing so basically this this challenge is like you have to post with a pad and then uh, uh, you write this line uh, yes that's a pad in my hand and there is nothing to be ashamed about it's natural period hmm. i thought i saw the, some women that i bleed I ha huh, I bleed yeah mm. uh, so uh, so the thing is this is like good initiative but I was just wondering so I happened to buy a sanitary napkin last night and like I went to one of the shop near my home and I asked her for the pad and she was like desperately searching for a black cover to wrap <laughs> it up and give it to me so I was just wondering so basically this padman challenge is to uh, like to eliminate the taboo and stigma mm. around periods and pad so this is and and also to aware uh, like women 
the benefits of pad basically hmm. which is uh, Those, rural it's areas used, yeah, yeah it's more, mostly the women in rural areas are hmm. not hmm. Are, are unaware about the benefits sure. of this pad so i was just wondering like how is this going to change uh, i mean hmm. they are still uh, they still think that okay it's something shameful like periods and menstruation right. so i think uh, posting a picture on social media won't make any difference okay. with a so they make give too much attention to this yeah. which is basically marketing yeah because for every film. newspaper has very, covered very like cynical okay. view i must say yeah. hmm um sorry before i come to this just want to uh, the two gentlemen here does uh, does it make you queasy at all be honest period discussion or being told to go by and if you have sisters yeah okay Cause i grew up with two sisters one 6 years old and one 3 years old so i was all the time sent for errands to buy everything from pads to this and i remember when i was very young i found my chachi was visiting and i have two cousins as well so that time i think in indian people didn't use tampons so they, so when they left this drawer they left this whole bunch of you know they must have packed properly so there were these in plastic tampons so i had never seen one <laughs> so i made into little tadpoles you know because there's like a thread and i colored so i didn't know it was <laughs> my sister said you, you, you don't take this to school to play and i was told what it is but Yeah I I think um, but when I was in Kashmir also <laughs> during a checking I had a tampon in my bag <laughs> and like everyone who was checking me was extremely confused like what is, what is a tampon and then yeah, they had to call like two three officers and she says iska tadpole banata iska iska art school mein tadpole bana ke fir but ha uh, so um, any any discomfort at all you find I personally don't have any discomfort but about this padman challenge I think it has hardly to do anything with uh, creating awareness spreading awareness yeah, in this society. Yeah, it's just the promotion of film. Akshay Kumar will forget about pads and padman once he is done with the movie. Yeah. yeah. So like That's he was empowering okay. women in North Campus Delhi University with AVVP flag. Similarly, yeah. <laughs> he's I think easily the worst. I mean a close second is Ajay Devgan but Akshay Kumar acting talent his public persona his politics he's the worst in the world as far as it comes to celebrity i i just don't i can't handle him anyway sorry for that he rant. himself has uh, said in one of his uh, interviews that uh, now he has uh, more, more money in his account than he expected so now he wants to do film which has some social uh, ah, right. thing, yeah. themes padman challenge mein which is the height of hypocrisy he should have targeted the companies kyunki पैड कॉस्ट अबाउट एट्टी टू हंड्रेड रुपीज तो इस इस पे अगर वो अटैक करते ना कि इस कंपनी का हम इसको कम करेंगे इसका कैंपेन चलाएंगे कि गांव-गांव इट्स इंटरेस्टिंग लाइक एवीवीपी कमिंग टू सपोर्ट पैडमैन एंड अक्षय कुमार कमिंग आउट टू सपोर्ट वेमेन एम्पावरमेंट विद एवीवीपी वाई डोंट दीज बोथ ऑफ देम है प्राइम मिनिस्टर Mm-hmm. and the uh, um, union minister immediately why don't you go pads. and ask did anyone tag the, the pm i i know anil kapoor tagged oprah like i don't think she even see who the fuck is anil kapoor why is he tagging me with holding a sanitary uh, napkin but no uh, let's ask the uh, finance minister to reduce gst on it or sure. remove all taxes on it yeah nidhi your turn hmm. so i don't have uh, one news that made it big but hmm. once again like i've i've repeated this previously on uh, the other podcasts as well about selective outrage right uh, let me just say i'm not belittling any of the issues that has been happening on prime time i kasganj has been important mm. uh, the rape of the 8 month old child has been very important but i also think that like media somehow just doesn't want like get out of delhi and haryana and uttar pradesh you know like in the past 5 weeks 18 people have died across the border 
right? Like seven civilians, ten security personals. There's been one sixty ceasefire violations. Even at violations. the border, at the Indian border. Yeah, at Poonch and Rajouri, okay. along mm-hmm. the LOC, and three hundred schools have been shut on and off. People have been asked to evacuate. No rehabilitation facilities. What happens to the livestock? What happens to property? And until like an army captain was killed yesterday, it did not make it to prime time debate. You know, it was it was still one of those issues that you just said. As yeah, part civilian of lives life. don't matter. Yeah, and even today in the newspaper, I was seeing Indian Express. They had an image of Captain uh, Kulu. What Kapil was his Kundu. name? Kapil, Kapil Kundu. Kundu's Haan, sister. Sister. But where is the stories of the civilians who've been, you know, constantly subjected to this kind of torture? I mean, they're caught between this so-called war game between India and Pakistan, and and what about their voices? There's the, absolutely nothing being spoken about it, and and it's. It's Very true. In fact, and last this night is what on, we like to call integral everywhere. part of our country. You know, every little issue we want to pick up Kashmir and no, say these four soldiers being killed was on prime time across the channels last night. But yeah. no one was really exposed. And two minors aspect. have been injured very badly. A six-year-old and a fourteen-year-old child has been severely injured because of these shelling. But right, we don't talk about that. Sure. I I just don't understand it. Hmm. And so what you're saying is, there is an area that gets a lot of coverage, but yeah. not. in the angle that it should yeah yeah it will the angle will only sell uh, they will only play the angle that sells yeah unfortunately cuz cuz when advertisers pay you need maximum eyeballs <laughs> yeah. and maximum hits yeah i got to no, pitch it that's my job we need the money you <laughs> pitched it once no i have to keep pitching it and what what do you think could have is there anything else nidhi um just a brief bit about the the turn that the elections are ta- like the panchayati elections are taking in kashmir mm. it was supposed to happen on the 15th but there was an all party meeting and it's been deferred again um and nobody knows till when the last time it was deferred it was just deferred indefinitely and like they've proposed it again after one and a half years so it was supposed to happen before uh the killing of burhan wani and then it just got indefinitely postponed but um I think what is interesting here is that prime time just does not want to discuss this. There is a certain kind of narrative that uh, I'll be repeating myself again but I just want to stress so much on it that there's a certain kind of narrative that you know we enjoy talking about Kashmir like Hizbul Mujahideen had threatened that they would pour acid into the eyes of anyone who would contest panchayat elections. Now if that had happened we wouldn't take like a second before discussing that on prime time but why is that even these threats are not discussed like we need to start discussing why because apart from the players in the conflict there's also people living there who want peace and who want i mean normal life I, i'll tell you why that happens mm. i'm not saying it's okay or it's a justification mm. uh, when i had just joined the profession and when i was still a journalist which i'm not now just want to clarify um kashmir was the sexiest story to do like it's in a uh, kashmir ki kahani if you see a comic book kashmir ki kahani at that time if you wanted to be recognized as a journalist you had to do a story on kashmir so it was like the general camera and there was this boy called rage boy in fact if you google rage boy kashmir you'll see this boy so everyone used to go there you had to get a shot of rage boy so he would like do this so you could get that picture of you know that rage of kashmir so, so even yeah. then it was just Kash- kashmir's association with terror and terrorists Yeah, but I think it was a little more balanced because there was a lot of international attention as well. International crews used to come all the time. Documentary films are made on Kashmir. It was the sexy story. Mm-hmm. I think that fatigue has set in. Uh, a story can't remain sexy for two decades. Like what you're talking about—that if you vote, we'll pour acid on your face, 
as opposed to if you watch the film we'll break the hall <laughs> if you watch the film we'll break the yeah. hall got fucking 10 times more coverage like it was more yeah. uh, debut speech and mm. his pakoda becho yeah i have a lot to say on that but maybe i'll say that on hafta <laughs> so um uh no i mean i don't want to it's not pro or anti modi or amit shah but i think a lot of people don't understand that even a pakoda wala is an entrepreneur yeah and the mindset of an entrepreneur is very different from the mindset of your an employer salary and not everybody has the time energy initiative or stomach to be an entrepreneur because the battles that you fight on a daily basis are so huge at every level that many people don't want to do let me just do my job and get paid for it that's what they want to do and i think mr modi and amit shah uh, don't understand that because they don't know the uh, you know e of entrepreneurship uh, so yeah that's why they come up with these rather But the argument is similar that you have which that, is uh, these people uh, they have employment and they, they are creating amit shah said that they are creating job instead of a, you know remaining jobless unemployed But i don't, I don't think, think there's a choice yeah so the, i'm just saying that the it's not a very attractive option like we are a country of entrepreneurs no we are not the and ones who are entrepreneurs are because either they have a personality disorder that they can't do a job or because they have no other choice otherwise the environment isn't so great that let's be entrepreneurs or they are hugely connected because some uncle aunties in some ministry who can get them no. permission oh, sorry yeah. no, sorry to ahead, cut yeah. in between but when we talk about entrepreneurs when modi and amit shah refer to entrepreneurs the programs that they start the schemes that they start they don't cover the pakoda walas they don't give them money they don't incubate them or put them in through accelerators so please don't say or de- try to defend them that they <laughs> no, were referring no, 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 to pakoda walas defending them so um So let's see your recommendations for the week. This time, let's go from right to left. Nidhi, what would you recommend for our listeners? So there's a podcast uh, by a website called Warscapes, where Judith Butler talks about how resistance, uh, especially street resistance, necess- like calls for people on the street to be vulnerable, and that the truest form of resistance, in fact, is when vulnerable bodies are exposed in solidarity. So she says, as people, when we go on the street, you're exposed to state violence, you're exposed to the prospect of prison, and this is somehow, this vulnerable aspect is what brings us together, and vulnerability, so in that sense, should be seen as a position of strength. and uh, not passiveness or weakness which I, and it's it's quite a long podcast about one hour one and a half hours uh, but i think it's completely worth listening to okay that's not a very long podcast half hours to us sometimes <laughs> just saying sela Uh, so yeah uh, in the backdrop of the recent attack against the two kashmiri students uh, in central university of haryana i would recommend a piece written by aman sethi in the wire uh, which is titled uh, reading fuko in mahendragarh or why we need a public university system so it's an interesting read yeah nice thank you amit uh, there have been lot of debate and discussion about the national health policy or scheme which is going to be rolled out by this government so again it's a piece from the wire Hmm. Uh, by Anu Bhuya on uh, Jaitley's world's largest health program, Rijik's flailing old ones. So it has a very good analysis of how the governments in past have launched similar projects and have spent almost equal amount of money but have failed to fare well. And what could be the uh, possible prospects of this particular scheme, which has been rolled out or which will be rolled out in the coming days? Hmm. 
हम रिकमेंड करेंगे एक किताब है हासिमपुरा विभूति नारायण राय ने लिखी है और उसमें बताया कि पुलिस एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन जब राइट्स होते हैं तो किस तरीके से डील करती है मतलब हिंदू मोहल्ले में लोग पुलिस वालों को कहते हैं अपने लोग और उनके लोग इस तरीके से जो वो कैब उनका बनता है इस पर विभूति नारायण राय खुद भी आई ऑफिसर रहे थे हासिमपुरा की घटना के वक्त तो ये पढ़ना चाहिए ओके इंटरेस्टिंग I want to recommend a series by Al Jazeera you'll find it under the listening post where they cover alternative media that are working or that are trying to get news out in different countries for example they have for Zimbabwe they have for Ecuador they have for Colombia where the government if not trying to sort of curb dissent but there are media channels that are trying to get news out which is not get, getting coverage so that's nice. my recommendation I want to uh, recommend a story. Thank you all for recommend. First of all, um, two from uh, Wire. You know, I've actually stopped reading the Wire of late, although I liked some of them because I've started finding it very predictable. Am I just um, being unfair? I'm just wondering. I mean, is do you know what's going to come out of the Wire each time? Is it is it? I think uh, what what the story peg is going to be is quite predictable. Mm. Uh, but at times uh, the Wire also surprises us, like this one. I okay. expected it will be a uh, baseless ranting because every project that Modi government rolls out is mm. going to fail the country that has been a trend. I mean if you read all those articles on the wire it it would mean that this XYZ scheme is actually going to fail the country irrespective of what are the nuances. Right. Uh but this particular article has uh, is is completely based on uh, the data and figures historical uh, study as well okay so um yeah i also want to add something so i partially agree with what you said because sometimes uh, even the usage of certain words are really problematic like uh, when i saw, as expected hmm. what is this as expected so yeah, yeah it happens with wire <laughs> mm. but i think it's still it still comes out with a lot of stuff that other websites do yeah, not cover right. they they have the courage to do stuff others don't they i i completely i think they have some great writing i think that and that's a trap i think i hope we can stay away from is a predictably a sameness of thought across everybody within that organization that that can really see if your ideas aren't challenged by your colleagues you will think that i mean right now they say as expected you know soon they'll go into the op india zone of a sentence starts it's like a 10th class boy writing an essay that it is a well known fact across the universe that left liberals are hypocritical chutias it was once again proved that left liberals are so low and so hip- I, mean, i read that i'm like shit what so i think wire has higher caliber writing but there's a danger of as expected these kind of phrases going yeah. in then everyone will think the same write the same it it's the death of thought i think it's more about a consistency across editors or what each editor brings to a story like when they're editing one editor might let as expected go in while the other might not and not as much as challenging the thought of i think that's just the copy aspect i think uh, from an other point of view it is a uh, i mean to create an environment where you can be sure that you'll articulate a thought that your senior management may not agree with but mm-hmm. it is not going to put you in the dog house it is not going to mean that you will be less valuable than any other that you know what i mean the, the thing is that, or someone saying that you know i say you know what i think xyz is really good the you know the other person saying what nonsense they're so not so you think that kind of culture is not there in that news no i don't think that kind of culture and i think that is not unique to the wire that is an old school um uh, kind of mindset for uh, management Mm-hmm. I mean it is still there in print you see the side edits you have times of india times view mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you have hindustan times our take what the fuck is our take like can i say okay our take here is that uh, azad kashmir is a pipe dream and it should be crushed and you know killed like nidil slit my throat and i'm sleeping <laughs> okay so now i can't say that's our take so old media has this habit of saying our take i i'm speaking on everyone's behalf i can speak on my behalf and the moment you speak on everyone's behalf there is a pressure on everyone to like indian express used to write all the time during shekhar gupta scz are the best thing on earth that mm-hmm. means nobody in the indian express staff thought that scz are not good i mean there was see some one person who said yeah. you know i don't think so so i think that's an old school thing it's not a jibe at anyone's personality you grew up in that environment that was expected that is what you know you thought you were supposed to do that make everyone think the same way but aren't editorials and papers doing the same for example if indian express is putting out an editorial it is representing the view of the organization that's, that's a problem that's a problem with legacy media nameless mm-hmm. editorials that reflect the view of the organization yeah. in my view are an uh, ano- what do you call something that's old fashioned should be extinct anachronistic as an, an anoc is anachronistic thank you cherry Amit. Uh, two things. One is on the record. The other is off the record about the wire. Uh, if you look at their show, uh, Jan Jan Gan Man Ki Baat. Jan Gan Man Ki Baat. Jan Gan Man Ki Baat. And uh, just go through the hits and the uh, so YouTube thumbnail. So uh, you realize what is the editorial policy? Almost if there are a hundred episodes, I'm very sure ninety would be something about bashing Modi. Hmm. So they don't it, call Modi. They say Pradhan Sevak. Nee, yeah. So <laughs> so it it reflects on what Wire stands for and what it is doing. So it cannot be that you know you have hundred episodes, video episodes on. Jan Gan Man Ki Baat. Jan Gan Man Ki Baat, and then ninety uh, of them is all about anti BJP. You know, but in all fairness, that is Vinod Dua's show, so that may be his view, but that may not be true for every story on theirs, which is not. But what I'm saying is, there can be that kind of sameness in one show, but if every show on your hmm. channel is the same, then then it's a problem. Although that's, I like, for example, everyone has a favorite whipping boy. You know, like even if you see, you know, like there were channels in the West who Obama was a whipping boy. Like CNN, while I do think there are many things right, there are many things wrong with it. I watch it every morning. You know, they have a Don Lemon show that is their night, so it's our morning when I wake up. मतलब it is Trump bashing, and I love it because I can't stand Trump. But the fact is that that's what Don Lemon does. But that's not what everyone does in that. Someone else's show has different priorities. So, you know, there's Jake Tapper, there's that other very fair guy. What's his name? Um, who started crying on a uh, anyway. Hmm. Thanks for that. My recommendation is a story that this is where I think uh, Twitter and Facebook is great. If you follow people who are sensible and not Madhu Purnima Kishwar, many of them tweet really good stories. So it's the search for Jackie Wallace. It's in Nola dot com. It's about an NFL player. Uh, by the way, the Super Bowl is this American football league. You know, the final. I think it is Super Bowl. I don't know that much about the NFL, but uh, it is. I know this. It's the most valuable sports property in the world. Like, I think it it could buy up a few IPLs. Uh, and it's a story about a guy who had played at that level, and now he's homeless. Uh, this is the image. This is how he sleeps under a bridge in the U.S. I think it's in Baltimore, and this story is over 20 years. How this photojournalist went looking for a story, found this guy. He looked at him. He said, "What are you looking for?" He said, "I'm looking for a story on this camp that was there." He said, "You should do a story on me. I played three NFLs." And this guy thought he was just bullshitting, and then he went and checked out on this guy. Then he went back, and then this guy was on drugs, and he, you know, recovered, made a comeback after this guy's story, and then. 12 years later he went back into homelessness and into drugs and mm-hmm. uh, you know that's him when he was older it's a really dramatic story and it ends with this guy having vanished after having 
you know, recovered from the brink of complete, you know, disaster. So, and after I read the story, I read another story about the brain damage that American football does. And I had never watched American football. So I went on YouTube and I said, okay, let me see what a tackle is like. And I've tweeted this out. I can't fucking believe that's a legal sport. It is like, I mean, you're talking about a 300-pound guy coming full speed, crashing into you. Um, yeah, they risk their lives playing that. And 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 the data on the kind of damage it does Injuries. is huge. But because the money aspect is so big, commerce, you know, that is generated out of the NFL is so big. Uh, people like Bill Marvin speaking about this for the longest time. Apparently, a film has been made, documentary films have been made. But but it's a. I think all of you must read this story, not just for the subject, but how beautifully it's written. This is great writing. Um. So yeah, I highly recommend this. So thank you all. I again urge all our listeners to please look at the NLCNA projects and fund whichever one or two or three that you think should be made soon so that our young journalists can go out and report and not listen to us pelowing gyan. So next week I will not be here hosting this so I'm hoping one of you will uh, do that. I'm going to be uh, at Harvard News Laundry's partnering with the Harvard uh, India Conference on a few panels and we've got about five or six mails I've got in my inbox about some of you listeners, subscribers or viewers of News Laundry who want to meet. So, you know, uh, we'll put it up on uh, Twitter or Facebook and we'll also send out a bulk mail to all our subscribers um, that, you know, we could meet for coffee, you know, have a chat interaction and meet up with subscribers in Boston. So I've got all your mails. Uh, we'll figure out how we can do this. Uh, stay tuned. We'll announce it on our social media. Thank you for joining us, Support Independent Media. Thank you, panel. Thank you. Until Thank next you. week, bye-bye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.